0: The world we are living right now is going through a lot of ups and downs and it feels like a roller coaster. Changes are rapid and times like this we need to talk to or listen to people who are composed and calm because that gives us better clarity of what we are and where we are actually heading in reality. And today I got my friend Shikal Vyas in my podcast and we spoke about writing, personal branding and a lot of stuff. This is Anirudh, talk of thought, we'll start right about.
1: Hello Shikil, thanks for being here. Hi, hi Anirudh, thank you, thank you so much for having me here. Yeah,
0: dude, you know, I got introduced to your Instagram page, Vyas Speaks, like two or three days ago, and when I was mm-hmm. reading through all the posts that you, all the posts you posted, and I, w- I went to your website, and then I understood one thing called How can you write so simple and, you know, so efficiently that a person feel warmth? And I wanted to, you know, I thought that, okay, this person is writing right now, but you did not become an overnight uh, great writer, right? It takes time. So I was thinking, why don't we start this journey from your early age?
1: Yeah, that that, that sounds perfect. Yeah, we can do that. So uh, I still don't think I'm much of a good writer because... It depends on your perspective, where you look at. Like if someone, if a reader is looking at me, he will say, no, he writes okay stuff. But if I look at someone, I'll be looking at people who are at much higher level than me. And then I'll be like, okay, this is the level where I need to go and I need to improve on so many different aspects. So I think it's also a humbling thing that you can do to always keep your perspective in a way that you don't get uh, overconfident of your abilities because there's there will always be someone who will, write better than you will be able to uh portray a point in a better way than you i'm talking in terms of writing so that yeah. makes you humble talking uh about the starting so uh ever since i was a small kid i guess in fourth or fifth class itself i was interested in uh, english not specifically in writing but i remember english used to be my favorite subject english and science actually uh, these two were my favorite subjects and uh, I remember, uh, so, uh, uh what, what used to happen is, uh, we get those monsoon holidays for a month or two. Okay. Yeah. So d- during those holy holidays, uh, our teachers used to give us ho- homework. I think, uh, many people would relate that everyone gets, uh, holidays homework. Yeah, yeah sure. I remember
0: uh, stacks of homework given to us
1: every monsoon, every 10 yeah. days holidays. Yes. So that was always a big task uh, to uh, do all that. But one thing that I used to enjoy a lot was doing the English homework. The reason was uh, because in as part of the English homework, we were used to ask, uh, write essays or maybe uh, short essays or stories kind of stuff. And that is something that I really enjoyed. And when I even submitted those uh, essays or short stories, uh, Uh, my teachers used to praise that. And I think that gave me a bit of encouragement at the initial stages that, okay, you can write a little bit. So that was, I think, the beginning of it. And as I said, I was interested in science and English only. So uh, I was more focused on science. And then I decided to pursue a career in science because... As it is with uh, most of the middle class families, you either do uh, uh, engineering or you get into the medical stream. Yeah. So yeah, I got into B.Tech biotechnology uh, because I had that interest in medical science, biology especially. And then I did my graduation. uh, And after that, I actually uh, got into research. So I was working at a government research laboratory in uh, Delhi NCR. So I was working uh, on a project, but after working for 9-10 months, I realized that this is something that I don't uh, see my long-term future in. Oh, what and that, was the research about? I was working uh, on a condition called sepsis. So a lot of uh, infant babies, they suffer from a bacterial infection called sepsis. And it leads to a lot of... Uh, uh, a large number of mortality uh, in hospitals itself so we were working on trying to uh, find a way where we can uh, recognize this disease as an at, at an early condition but the biggest problem with sepsis is by the time doctors realize that this kid is suffering from sepsis this infant baby is suffering from sepsis it it is usually too late and mm-hmm. that is the biggest reason of highest uh, death rates in infants so we were trying to find a way to how to Reduce that testing time so that if it can be tested in a quicker way, we'll be able to give the treatment to kids in a a quicker way. And that was the basically the whole project was all about. But then there were many different things that came into play. And then I figured that maybe research is not the best thing for me. And then I got, uh, luckily I got an opportunity in a publishing house as a copy editor. So that's when I entered into content, uh, professionally, I'm saying professionally. Mm-hmm. So by that time I had started my blog also, Vyaspeaks, but I used to like put a, a blog post in a month or so. So it was very, uh, in between and uh, not regular. And then I got into it professionally. Then, uh, now it's been more than three years now that I've been doing this professionally and uh, along with uh, doing professional content writing. I also uh do this uh jazz speaks where I write short stories. I've only recently started short stories, but I used to write a lot of self help essays around the themes of happiness, contentment about living a simpler life quotes I put a lot of quotes and so that's the that's uh, the that's how my journey has been
0: wow, but uh you know most of us like you know this age is somewhere that you always seek for uh earthly pleasures and you want to be have a rich lifestyle fame and all these things and uh you your way of approach is you know be happy be simple be you know self-sufficient how uh, yes. how how did it change? like you know like because major portion of people are completely ambitious you know working day at night hustle culture and all and uh you are here you know whenever i read your post too it gives a calmness and you know a little warmth
1: how do you how like why is your personality so different like, i think uh that's a big compliment that you're saying that my writing is able to give that kind of effect uh, but uh i think this is the same kind of experience that i had when i read some other authors so uh i think it's their influence that actually changed somewhat about my personality also so there's this guy called john p wise so he's in uh he's a famous blogger on medium he has like uh, millions of subscribers and all that stuff. So it was his articles that actually started uh, doing this thing for me. Like whenever I read his articles, I get a, I used to get a view like uh, we are over complicating our lives with a lot of materialistic things. And uh, the main uh, crux of his content was how uh, uh, happiness is in the little moments of life. It it doesn't have yeah. to be complicated. Uh, And that uh, the influence that that guy had on me that I try to give the same kind of influence in my writing only. So I'll I'll give an example. Uh, Mm. uh, It's like uh, if you own a very expensive car, like for example, if you own a Ferrari or anything, uh, at every point of time, uh, even though you'll enjoy it, but you'll be worried about whether someone will scratch it or whether uh, i might get it damaged or med- uh, whether people will be jealous of me you know stuff like that so yeah. at the back of your mind you'll be worried should i take it out to the market what if someone uh, damages it or what if anything like that uh, compare that if you have a very simple bicycle or a simple bike you won't be worried about whether uh, i would someone damage it or anything you'll be just using it for the sake of transportation so you're just using it your main would be focus would be that i need to get from this place to this place and i don't care if the uh if that uh bike damages or anything like that that thought won't be in your mind so the less stuff you own actually that frees you more the more uh it's it's i'm not trying to put uh money uh, on from that perspective but as i say uh, the more money you have the more problems you have in a sense that uh, you'll be uh, whenever you will if you look at people who are at the higher positions who are earning millions and millions of rupees they are also worrying about a lot of fame that comes with it lot of attention that comes with it with yeah, that that's all that true. money a lot of taxes they need to take care of consider and uh, compare that guy to a monk i think i appreciate monks so much because of how simple lives they live but at the end of the day how they are able to find their happiness in the most simple of things they just sit at a place they live a very simple lifestyle but they still meant they're still like mentally at peace and they enjoy their life so I think that is something we all can learn from monks we don't have to yeah yeah. so
0: what I feel you know what I think is you know from my observation we are conditioned in a way like how can a person can be conditioned from the parents or the movies they watch or the friends right, they right, go with and right. we're conditioned in a way like even though you see movies right it will be like there will be a rich hero coming in mm. and uh, all the choices like money gives you more choices like you know there would not be like if you want to experience anything if you want to go uh go to america watch a movie, like you know go to all over world report you Mm. require a tool called money so and the reason that happens is because you're conditioned in a certain way you know we are Mm. conditioned to be great and that greatness we measure to the
1: parameters of money and with the position that we own yes and that is uh, something that money is important money is important because it can solve a lot of monetary problems It's not that you should start hating money, but you should not be blinded by money. For example, uh, it's another good example would be of celebrities. So they uh, work so hard to get to a status where they are famous and everything. But once they are famous, they are afraid to even go out in public. They can't. They can't enjoy their regular life. They can't just go out to a street vendor and eat Gulgappal. They can't do that. These are very simple things that actually make your life enjoyable. Very little moments. It's the little moments that actually make life big. So I think uh, rather than chasing money, you should chase some money is important, but it should come as a byproduct of what you do in life. Yeah, that's true. If you you do something that you love to enjoy, so you can get to a decent amount, you can get a decent amount of money and you can also uh, avoid being too famous because fame has its own uh, problem. So instead of blindly chasing just fame, You need to see what is something that I love doing, what is something that I want to enjoy and what is something that also helped me give a decent amount of money that I can sustain myself. But we forget is that most of us, we forget that uh, we need much less than we think we do. So it's not like everyone needs a Ferrari, everyone needs a big mansion. We can do very well with uh, uh, least amount of money also and then actually, use that uh, uh, as for better experiences or stuff like that
0: yeah that, that that's completely true i agree with you and the thing is uh Shikhil, we we lose you know in this journey of getting more money the thing is i'm talking about those who doesn't go towards a passion or a goal but instead their only aim is to earn money they end up, you know, getting burned out and they are yes, those people exactly. who require more self, uh, you know, uh, self-help, exactly. uh, self-help. And they should have a, they, they get to self-hatred. Mm. Right? They think that they are not mm. capable enough. Mm,
1: right. As as I think I'll, I, I like quote so much. I like to quote Jim Carrey has his, his very famous quote where he says, yeah. I wish everyone gets rich and famous so they could realize that this is not the answer so that's the thing that people who has who have acquired money and fame they realize that money is not the answer it is very important but it is not this answer to all your life problems or anything like that
0: that, that that's completely true dude. and uh, i feel that when you read a lot of philosophy right like you know philosophy yes, yes. and at this time you kind of start thinking because i feel as a philosophy if you take it as a subject right every time it changes like so, like there is someone who is going to oppose what you are going to tell but hmm. what I like about philosophy is, I like the process of thinking. Like, hmm. uh, you, yeah, like you think, like you, the, the philosophy doesn't mean you read a person, like if you quote hmm. Ayn Rand, if you quote Socrates, doesn't make that, hmm. that. since hmm. they told it, it's a judgment. No, it it makes you tell that you have to think like them, like thinking process.
1: You start hmm. questioning. I feel that philosophy teaches us. Yes, yes, I completely agree. Uh, as they say, uh, I think the stimulation of the mind is the best kind of stimulation out there. Rather than chasing pleasures like maybe too much of porn, too much of gaming or stuff like that, if a person can just sit down with himself and think, I think the kind of pleasure that he'll derive from the just the simple uh, process of thinking, he will realize that this is one of the greatest pleasures in life and which is very easy to achieve also. So philosophy actually helps us achieve that kind of pleasure. It helps us stimulate our mind and also helps cultivate our mind which eventually helps, helps us in the long run oh. So yeah very very true yeah.
0: so did you read any philosophy
1: books or you know do you like any spe- specific author that you were really inspired with okay so i have to admit that i'm not much into books i read books but my book reading pace is much low but i do read a lot of online content which includes a lot of online blogs so i follow many authors like there's this guy, this I said, John P. Weiss. Hmm. He's one of my all-time favorite authors. So he writes a lot of blogs, but his blogs are very warm and they give you very uh, positive kind of feeling. They inspire you to uh, uh, hmm. have a better life in the simple kind of way. Then there's this James Clear. I read a lot of his articles. Yeah. Also, he, he, he wrote
0: Atomic uh, Habits, Atomic right? Habits, yes, which yeah. recently
1: sold two million copies worldwide. Then Mark Manson. He's like the superstar of writers. I I once wrote a Twitter thread. Called, uh, Mark Manson is actually the superstar of writers because in writing you don't get that kind of fame. But Mark Manson is a guy who has actually, uh, superseded all that expectations. He's like superstar in, in the writing world only. Oh. Then there's this guy, Nick Vignal. I like to read him a lot. There's this guy, uh, Darius Faru. He's also very good. So oh. I read a lot of these guys who are oh. online bloggers. Oh, actually, you know
0: what? I also got into blogging. Like, uh, there is this person called Naval Ravikant. No, novel is an amazing, amazing mind. Yeah, Novel yeah, Ravikan yeah. and he has a podcast with Joe Rogan, okay? Like at that time he says that, you know, that right now our attention span is getting, uh, you know, uh, so less. A person can't uh, hook up on some content for a longer time. Mm-hmm. And uh, blogs or tweet, tweet uh, Twitter is like those places where uh, instead of grasping the whole thing, you will get a snippet. In that mm-hmm. snippet, if you like and if you want to know more, you can go read the whole thing. Or else, mm-hmm. just read that, and you will get all the knowledge that you want. And after I saw that, I tried to, you know, there is some block called asphalt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I started reading that. I I I logged into Medium, started reading content. At mm. that time, I realized, like, if there is some topic that I really like, like, uh, there was this uh, topic. Do you know about this thing called existentialism?
1: existentialism no I don't think so
0: yeah so existentialism is a philosophy where mm-hmm. I'm not sure uh, like exactly but yeah it says about you know they're not uh, it's not necessary to have a meaning you're just giving oh it.
1: yes existentialism it's called yeah. nihilism right yeah yeah, which, yeah, yeah. which believes that there's no meaning to life yes yes, yes. I yeah, think yeah. everyone who is into philosophy actually encounters this one day or the other that why, what is the meaning of life? Why am I doing this? Yeah. I think that's a very uh, philosophical question to wonder. Yeah. So what did you uh, figure out from it? Like, yeah, Do you yeah. think there is any meaning to life?
0: Yeah. yeah. So this is what I'm going to tell you. This oh, happened sorry. that I, I read him. I read mm-hmm. the nihilism and then I read this book of Victor Franklin called uh, A Man, Man Search For Meaning*. Mm. <laughs> then I was like, Dude, I have two, two things. It's like a paradox. Both have. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of realized, okay, does it have meaning or does it doesn't have meaning? And at that time, I, I guess this is the biggest connect to the dot I think I did in my life. And then mm-hmm. I, I saw this acknowledgement speech of Jim Carrey mm-hmm. in some Maharishi University. In mm-hmm. that he says a line, I don't quote, I don't remember the whole line, but he says that you can have your own way or tool. Uh, that you want to go through like he says that you know life doesn't happen to you it happens for you Mm. and I'm not sure it 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 is right but I feel thinking this way I would at least take rational choices and I can be happy Mm. so I also thought that yeah like uh, both the people like you if you look at the author a philosopher the way he writes down a piece it's based on his life own journey Like Mm -hmm. Albert Camus went through some suffering, at that time he might have felt that, you know, to write this whole point called there is no not actual meaning and we are trying Mm -hmm. to give Mm -hmm. meaning. But Mm -hmm. this Victor Frankl took it in another way because he is already into this uh, psychology. So he got into the logotherapy. Mm. So I feel that uh, when you give some meaning to the suffering, when you give some meaning, right, it gets worthy. Or else even though you take a gold, you feel it as a stone and you will just throw it away.
1: Mm.
0: So, I feel giving meaning to things will just make it... Like, we should know what to give meaning and what to not give meaning also.
1: Yes, yes, I completely agree. I think this is a very tricky question also to think what meaning of life is. What I like to believe is, uh, as you said, that the meaning of life is what you give it meaning to. What what meaning you want to give it, that's the meaning of life. Uh, for me personally, I think it's uh, uh, one thing that actually... Uh, can help one get uh, make a meaning of life which is uh, service of others i think this is one thing that uh, gives life meaning when you serve others you're actually serving yourself so whenever you uh, face this dilemma of what is the meaning of life try to uh, provide value to someone try to help someone or try to be of use to someone else and in trying to help someone else you'll try you will actually figure out the meaning of your own life i think this is one thing that uh, is above everything else i think as humans if you can be of service to others i think that's the best if you have done that your life i think your life is already meaningful this is what i like to believe
0: yeah actually you know i, I feel that what point you told it's exactly true it's not because i want to agree for agreeing say, but i have experienced it Mm. in my own life and a person will experience it for sure like you know when you do good to others it automatically comes back in a self-reflection
1: way Solid, yes
0: yeah i i can completely go with it and you know i want to ask this question like you know this is because we are in the same industry of content creation Mm. i want to ask you this question called do you think right now the content that we are getting uh there is this two things right shikhil that there is a real talk and right talk Mm. like for example if you listen to any motivational speaker or uh, mm. i was mm. a guy who li- who watches a lot of motivational videos mm-hmm. so i feel that they like what all the content that we take from them it's more probably like the first tire content like uh, we know that stuff just we wanted to listen it from them it mm. is not actually the real talk mm. like the original rawness and i feel mm-hmm. that the content industry like what are the block like mostly the blogs which are being popularized or which gets the highest status, there's, those are most probably those things that they just wanted us to show because it will just make us happy rather mm. than uh, what is right for us.
1: Yes, I think uh, a lot of criticism, the only kind of criticism that comes towards the self-help industry is that it is a kind of drug for people. So people are looking for validation. So when they hear someone, they feel like, okay, I'm doing something. They don't actually, they might not follow in the advice that one person gives, but mm-hmm. just listening to a person gives them a false belief that, okay, I'm doing something. This is in a step in the positive direction. Mm-hmm. And then it makes them fulfill that, okay, I'm satisfied with this. They don't actually take the step. And the point is uh, many self-help uh, authors, uh, motivational speakers, everything, uh, their income actually relies on a lot of unsatisfied and unfulfilled people. Yeah. So they would be actually hurting their own business if actually people started following their advice. If everyone became satisfied with their life, everyone became happy, then who would need these motivational speakers? I think this is a very uh, uh, dark kind of cycle also that they also rely on them for their benefit. So they want to help them, but they are not actually helping them in that sense also. Of course, there are many who are trying their best to help others also, but I think this is a dark side of the self-help also that I believe but, there is.
0: Yeah, and the reason that I asked you is because, you know, when uh, when I looked at your blog post or when I looked at your post, right, it didn't feel like you are trying to impress someone. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I actually don't, I genuinely don't know that what you were thinking when you wrote those content. But when I read it, it didn't feel like you're trying to impress me or make me, you know, hook on the content. It's just mm-hmm. like you wrote it and it felt real. And... I want to ask you, when you come to a place like you are a professional writer right now and you know, <laughs> you're a, and and you have to, there will be some point there when you want to seek validation, right? Like at least someone should like, like, do you have this thing? Because when I do podcast, right? There are some times that I feel that, oh, people should like it. Okay, how can I make it more interesting? Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, another things Because uh, the main reason this is happening is because the main motto was to make it more real and and real wouldn't be perfect at all like real will have mistakes for sure but there is some point in me that seeks for validation that i accept it and mm-hmm. when you write or you know when you come up with posts, because i feel you are so consistent mm. i saw the consistency in your post so like do you also have this angle you know where uh, because creativity doesn't
1: go consistently like production wise right mm. I think uh, what you are talking about, I think it is very important also because if you are not trying to impress other people, you might not uh, grow or you might not produce better content. So eventually to produce that kind of content, you'll have to have that in mind. Okay, I need to produce, give better. I need to uh, seek more fans for that. I need to produce better content so that they like me. So this is the positive side of seeking validation. Mm -hmm. Second of all, when it comes to me, Just like everyone, I also want that uh, I wish my post get uh, more likes or more follows or more whatever that because that's I think natural human tendency to do that. But so I think it's a constant struggle where you are trying to, it's okay. You are doing this for the process itself not for the external validation, but also there's this angle that you're actually, you deep inside, you want that. You want key. When you see other pages, you're like, okay, these people are growing at such fast pace. Why am I not growing? am I am, I, I am also putting this kind of uh, uh, focus on my work, this kind of effort in my work. Why am I not growing? So I think it all goes hand in hand. I can't say that I'm uh, above everything, this above all of this and I don't care about validation, anything I do care about, but I also care that uh I also like the process and I also it's like constant battle uh, I fight every day that's okay I need to produce good content just for the sake of it and then if it if any validation comes along that's well and good if it doesn't it's okay it does not uh, I try to not let it bother me too much But as with any process, every creator will feel that, that okay, I've put my heart and soul into it. Why doesn't it do good? I think this is something that is human nature and will be in every person, irrespective of if he's a big creator. If even if you see Bhuvan Baam, he's like biggest creator uh, out there. Even he wants that. Uh, So I saw a video of his and at the end of that video he said, guys, what are you doing? Why don't you help me reach 20 million now? So something something on that line. So if a biggest Mm -hmm. creator like this is also, when he was at eight, nine million, he was saying, let's help push me 10 million. Will will you give me 10 million? Something, not the exact words, but maybe Mm -hmm. something on those lines. So I think this is something that every creator wants. But yeah. you need to make sure that whatever you put out is of good quality, and you try to give your best to it. Mm. That's 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 it. Th-
0: that's true, and I don't tell it's wrong because you know when you put your time, yeah. energy, and a lot of mind in it, and you don't expect result, it's it's not you know yes. it's stupid. Like you will do you will do expect it. this is
1: this is the real and what uh, uh, the other one you were talking about that this is actual this is this is what happens, and you don't have to. Uh, act like a saint i'm a saint this is Mm -hmm. i'm above all this this won't happen to me that's that's not this is real talk every creator goes through the same uh, thing and everyone has that same kind of aspiration when you perform when you prepare so well for an exam you put in so much hard work you wait uh, for the result and you want to uh, result be in uh, as proportional to the kind of work that you have put in so i think this is it's just that when it comes to creators people have different kind of expectations they think these are created they should not have said they should be above all this and whatnot i think yeah. yeah the real world is not like that and i think there's nothing wrong with that also
0: yeah that, 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 that's completely true and i feel you know this is like you know the, from the covid pandemic hit and all how was uh, your life changed like do you
1: do you like staying in home like yeah, how is Uh it? personally speaking i think this has been the best period of my life throughout Uh, I think I know that this has been very tough for many people and I really feel uh, bad for people who have actually lost their jobs and I think I've seen my friends also I've seen people in my circle also suffer because of this my family members also but uh, I have to admit that personally I think it has been a very good time because I was able to focus on a lot of different things the kind of progress that I have made in past Mm -hmm. three months or four months that has been uh, the best in my life. I'm doing a lot of professional, I'm taking, I'm taking many professional projects also. Luckily I'm in a field where it does not get affected by the uh, lockdown everything because it's an online work and all that stuff. So luckily that has worked in my favor, but I really feel bad. And uh, uh, for people who, to whom it has happened. And I really, if if given a choice that if this had not happened, then I would have wished that uh, it had not happened because many people have suffered because of it. But Mm -hmm. personally, it has been great and I'm staying at my home. I don't like going out much. So it has given me an excuse to just stay stay at my home. I have a very good schedule going these days. So I'm enjoying it because uh, when you have to go to office and there are so many things that come around it, like you have to go to office to get ready and commuting and whatnot. While well, at home, I have a very fixed schedule I can do this, I can do that. I can fit in a lot more things by saving that time of commuting and all. Hmm. And I've been able to focus on different things. So luckily for me, but yeah, it's not uh, perfect for many people. And I really feel that it yeah. have not happened.
0: And, and uh, dude, you know, what I feel is... For you, it didn't affect that much because you know you're you able to transform your uh, passion and you know the profession into writing, freelancing mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I feel that right now this is a time where we don't know what may hit later, and uh, mm-hmm, everyone mm-hmm. should de- should uh, should develop themselves like every individual should be a brand in themselves yes, like yes. When, when I searched your name, I got your whole blog po- blog post I was able to understand like you created your own personal brand. And I feel let's talk about personal branding. Like uh, how can we do it? Like an individual who is studying a college student, how can a person, uh, you know, let's talk about writing
1: first because we both are interested into it. When it comes to personal branding, I think I'm not an expert of course, there are many people who would be better at it than me. Hmm. But one thing that is the most important part for personal branding is how true you are to yourself. Uh, when you try to project a false image, then it won't work on your favor. See, every person have, uh, has his own flaws and has his own qualities. And what, when you become authentic online on your social medias or whatever, you project that kind of image, people uh, relate more to it. For example, there's uh, this, this uh, motivational guy, uh, Tony Robbins, he's like the b- biggest out there. Yeah, yeah. If if I admire him, if I put in content like him, then people might not relate to it because he's like, uh, what is he doing? He's doing, putting the same kind of content that Tony Robbins does. But when I put in a different kind of content that relates more to my personality, that relates more to uh, the kind of person I am. For example, I love football. I follow a lot of football clubs and all that. When I put that kind of content online through my work or whatever, i'm kind of projecting my own personality and when you show your true self to the uh to social media on or or any work you put out there you actually uh help people relate more to you and that is the biggest factor of personal branding uh whenever uh i think i have a lot of work to do in it but whenever you search for a very famous people and famous person if you search uh, all of their uh, profiles you'll see that they will be in uh alignment with each other so Uh, If he's saying one thing on it, he'll be putting the same kind of content on other platforms also. Also, his content will be very unique to him also, to that very person. If you read his blog, if you read his post, you'll realize, okay, this is the kind of stuff that this person talks about. This is this person. So when you build that kind of connect, that is the biggest success of your personal branding. Also, uh, you need to put in a lot of content uh on different platforms to actually grow so if you are into uh, twitter then you should also use the if you are big on twitter you should use that content and repurpose it for instagram if you are big on instagram maybe you can use that content repurpose it on linkedin or facebook or whatever so yeah that's that's how wow. i look at it
0: wow and how does a person can turn writing because i personally feel so many people love writing because, you know, not everyone will come before mm-hmm, the camera mm-hmm. and talk and the way to express emotion sometimes come it, in writing and writing can also be in text. Like even mm-hmm, though mm-hmm. we send paragraphs to our friends and all, that's also writing. You're expressing it in the purest form. And how can a person change their writing into a profession?
1: Yeah, yeah. I think uh, writing is the most important skill. I think you use it as you said in texting also. If you are in college, you'll if you are in college or in office, you'll using for emails and whatnot. Uh, To do it professionally, I think uh, uh, you should have a a foundation habit of writing a lot. If you can do that, there are so many platforms that where you can start. Like Medium, I think uh, I also used to do a lot of personal coaching also for uh, writing. So what I used to tell most of the people was. You should have a habit where you write every day. When you write every day, you produce a lot of content. And there are so many platforms where you can do that. So you can start by uh, LinkedIn. It has its own blog section also. You can start by Medium. It's like the most uh, famous uh, blogging platform right now. These are free free platforms. You can just sign there and you can start producing content. When you do that for maybe for some time, you have a good portfolio of uh, content that you have written then you can actually start approaching different people, maybe brands through LinkedIn also, uh, or maybe companies through knockery.com or whatever. And you can show them, okay, I'm a writer. This is my portfolio. You can share them your Medium links, your LinkedIn links or whatever. And then you can ask them if they are interested into hiring a writer. That's how you can actually make a jump from writing for yourself to maybe writing for someone. Hmm. I think it's quite easy. The only thing is you just need to write consistently and you need to be... uh, the biggest problem is uh there are so many platforms to become a writer the problem comes that are you able to sit down in front of a laptop in in front of a screen and write for long period of time as a writer your most of your time will be spent just at one place for example if you're into any other art form you'll be doing different kind of things for writing you just need to sit at one place so you need to have that focus that uh deter- that i think that kind of focus and that Ability to be, uh, to sit in a boring kind of place because it's mm. very boring. You just sit and you just type mm. few buttons on the laptop. If you can do that, rest of it cake K-pop for you. I think this is the biggest part. If you can just sit down every day and you can write for one hour, for half an hour, it's very easy for you to do rest of it because rest are simple strategies. You can apply to different places based on your experience and all that. You can start writing for free platforms problem will only be if you can sit down at a place and write i think if you can do that you are all you can already you can do whatever you can approach bigger clients yeah
0: how many after how many days of consistent writing you got into you know profession or start getting paid so i
1: started writing uh for my blog in 2016 i guess 2016 and i think and uh uh I did a job in copy editing, which is related to content, but not exactly writing. It mm. was after that, I got a job for a, in a startup uh, where I worked as a writer. Mm. And there I showed the writing samples that I had. So it mm. took me a year or two, I guess. Oh. But I think people can do that in much shorter time because I was not consistent at all. I had a full-time job and everything. If you mm. can write consistently for even half an hour every day, if you can do that in, Three four months, you can start pitching into uh, clients because there are many companies who are actually looking for uh, freelance writers, ghost writers, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, people don't understand that uh, writing is needed in almost every field. For example, due to this digitization and everything most of the businesses they are shifting to on models right mm. if you have a, a clothes seller in your locality he might also be looking to uh, venture into online into e-commerce and everything so that for that he will need to create a website for himself he'll need to create a lot of content for that website blogs website copy social media also you need to get active for all of those roles uh, you need a writer too, who can actually write a website copy you can actually write blogs for you and if you can uh, do that, I think you have a skill that is actually well in demand. So there's a lot of scope for writers. There's a lot of need for writers. Wow, man! Yeah. Just how you make use of it, yeah.
0: I guess this is this can be really useful because you know it can be like a side hustle
1: you can do. Yes, yes. People yeah. earn a lot of money from side hustles, and then it can actually start earning you more than your uh job also so yeah you people can start doing that there are many many platforms so if you just do a simple google search okay freelance writing platforms anything like that you'll get maybe hundreds of platforms where you can try so that's not the problem the problem is you should be able to sit down and write if you can do that there are so many ways
0: wow man and you know i want to you know end this conversation by asking this question like uh How are you so calm and optimistic at like even this time, like, because whenever I ask you, like when we were talking, since you give a lot of self-belief content, which is genuine and real, I feel Mm -hmm. for me personally, I feel it's real when you deal, like when you have some self-doubt or hatred issues, how do you deal with that?
1: Uh, Everyone has uh, bouts of self-doubt where they question themselves if I'm doing it right i personally have a lot of these self-doubts i every day i question myself but i think that is the most important part if you're not questioning yourself every day if you're not trying to be better then uh what's the point also uh the calmness it comes as a result of when you lay the foundations right what i mean by laying the foundations right is that you okay uh what happens is we make a lot of promises to ourselves right mm. and at the end of the day we don't keep those promises i'll, I'll give an example You want to uh, lose weight and you want to start running every day. You make yourself a promise. I'll wake up at 6 a.m. and I'll go for a jog every day for five days. Right. Mm. And I'll do that. But when the morning comes, you're actually snoozing that button. When you actually snooze that button, you are subconsciously putting your mind in the belief that you're not capable of doing this. It actually pulls you down. So it might seem like a very harmless kind of activity. I'm just snoozing it. I Mm. might go tomorrow but when you don't do the thing that you promise yourself it actually affects a lot of your self confidence most of the people who have a lot of self-belief who actually go on to do big things the simple thing that they do is they keep the promises they make to themselves this is the kind of quote i've also written once that uh, you need to keep the promises you make to yourself so when you make a promise to yourself that i will wake up at six am, and when you actually keep that promise you'll realize how subconsciously you will start to value yourself more. Yes, I'm capable of doing this. I keep, kept that promise to myself and that helps uh, build that self-confidence, self-worth. You become more assertive and you kind of start liking yourself more. The foundation of self-love is this only. You need to uh, be. So, uh, it is very important that, uh, you be aware of what kind of promises you are making yourself. If you are, if you think that you won't be able to wake up at 6 a.m., just screw it no need to do it you just may say to yourself okay maybe seven is more achievable for me so i'll maybe start with seven so maybe and when you are actually able to wake up at seven you actually help it you're conditioning your mind that you're capable of doing this. And when you do that over a long period of time, you do the foundations, you do the simple things that you have to do one hour of work. And when you actually do that one hour hour of work, you build that kind of self-confidence and belief and you actually become more optimistic also.
0: But don't you think it will make a person stay in their comfort zone most of
1: the time? But it is better to start small than to uh, actually not start at all. I think this is the big thing in yeah. james clear's book atomic habits also he's what he says in the book is uh if you want to go to gym every day don't uh, start with it you just wake up and tie your shoes you make yourself okay i'll at least do this when you do that you will actually uh feel more uh pushed to do the next step okay if i had done the shoes also why not i why don't i go to the gym only When you do that for a long time, you actually start pushing yourself automatically. You'll see, I've come to the gym. Why don't I just push, do two or three push-ups? What's the point of coming here? So that's how it builds. So you need to start small, but do it consistently. and It's it's not the comfort zone. It will automatically get pushed when you do that over a long period of time.
0: Wow, dude. Got it. And I want to thank you for coming in this podcast, man. It was really
1: great having, I'm talking with you. You're so humble and warm. Thank you so much, man. I really, really enjoyed it. This was my first ever podcast and I was actually very cautious if I would, uh, how would it go? But it actually went very well. I had a lot of fun. So all thanks to you. All thanks to your great uh, communication skills that you actually conducted in a very right way. So uh, thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, man, it's always mutual and I feel that, you know, we both uh, vibe very well. That is the reason it came out to be really good. And I personally recommend everyone I know and even the listeners to go check out your Instagram page via Speaks and your website because you keep such an amazing content, man. People should thank guarantee you, check you. out.
1: And, thank you. Thank you, Anirudh. Yeah.
0: And if anyone wants to come and talk in the podcast, you can DM me in my Instagram handle, talk of thought. Thanks for listening.